You're listening to the Lecker Room Sports Media Podcast. Welcome back to the Lecker Room Sports Media Podcast. My name is Jacob. His name is Matt, and it is Wednesday, November 2nd at 9.06 here this Wednesday evening. Tomorrow when you listen to this, happy Thursday. It's almost the weekend. Matt, how are you doing? I'm doing good, man. It's a hump day. It's, I'm going to say it anyway. It's almost the weekend. Yeah, baby. And cats are coming off a huge victory last weekend. We'll dive into that here later in the podcast. But uh, first, how, how are you doing, Matt? Are we doing good? Doing good. Got over a little stomach bug a few days ago, so that's always that's always fun. But yeah. uh, other than that, I'm I'm doing doing good. It's already November, so that's nuts. Oh, dude! You know, I just realized your birthday's like this weekend, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> on yeah. Sunday. Yeah. Oh shoot! Now I feel yeah. like I ha- I should make you, my way yeah, to Manhattan. You, you do have to go. Oh, uh, frick! Uh, so obviously you're just gonna go to the game celebrate your birthday yeah i mean a bunch of the boys a bunch of the boys are coming aren't they from yeah Hayes? yeah shoot um we'll see <laughs> it's it's still it's still very iffy for me but hey if you see matt this week and wish him happy birthday he's turning what 25 no i'm not <laughs> getting old sucks and we're not even yeah. it's like hey we're in our 20s time is fleeting Life, yeah. Life is short. Well, twenty-five is a new seventeen. So, twenty—is that what they're saying? I hope so. I thought they were saying like, <laughs> "You're going, you're going back to high school, huh?" <laughs> yeah. Um. All right. Well, if I don't see you, happy birthday. Well, you'll see me. You're gonna go. <laughs> <laughs> um. So we got a, some stuff to talk about on the podcast. It's a lot easier to like have shorter episodes when k-state wins because it's like yeah they won what what's there We're to happy. talk about <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um but uh first of all i'm going to shout out some other podcasts that talk about k-state sports go ahead and uh you know bosco boys they gave us a shout out in one of their podcasts recently so go give them a listen um i think it was their one on uh, uh tuesday so give that one a listen Go to the 22-minute marker. You can you can hear our shout-out. Um, and then also other K-State podcasts that we follow on Twitter. Follow us at The Lecker Room. Follow Josh Hawks um, at, what is it, Josh Hawks underscore pod. Yes. Uh, I think they have an episode coming out um, tomorrow or Thursday. You're listening to it on Thursday. Today, so give them a listen, Josh Hawks underscore pod. And then also Aggieville at Alley Cats. Three mall, the short side option. Those are all decent uh, uh, K State podcasts. I'm pretty sure Three Maw isn't that Wyatt Thompson and Kurtz, maybe. No, let me look. I think it might be just Kurtz. I don't know. I think Wyatt Thompson goes on there sometimes to talk. Okay. Well, they they have some good K State content. And then if you list, if you want to, and I some of you NFL fans and obviously Kansas City Chiefs fans, if you need an NFL podcast, go ahead and check out New Heights with Travis Kelsey and Jason Kelsey. Me and Matt kind of reference that a fair amount here on the podcast. 
Um, I mean, mostly. Jason Kelsey's a center for the Eagles. What does he say, Matt? <laughs> Quarterback sneak it. <laughs> um, and yeah, I think that's it. Um, any any shout outs? Any friends you want to shout out? Um, all my buddies that are coming up this uh, weekend. It's gonna be a it's gonna be a good time. Is uh um, is Josh coming? Oh no, he might go There's... down to the K Oklahoma State game. And maybe we'll talk about it. I mean, we could. You, let's, you want to start off? Let's talk about the around the Big 12. You want to do that first? Yeah. Okay. So around the Big 12, get this pulled up. So we have a full slate of games this weekend. Um, obviously K-State and Texas, the one that we care about the most, number 24, Texas at number 13, Kansas State, six o'clock on <laughs> Fox Sports one. Um, let's do our predictions really quick for that game. Um, I got a, I got a guest prediction, my older brother, Andrew. Yes. And his prediction was cats 34, Texas 20. And his reasonings, he says, they suck on the road, hot and cold with offense. <laughs> Those are, that was his, his text message he sent me. So, Matt, what's your prediction for the K-State-Texas game? My prediction is K-State 41, um, Texas 20. Okay. And here's the thing, though. I mean, obviously, Texas has, you know, they they always kind of have a decent offense, and and we'll get into it later. But I'm, I'm going big because I hate Texas, so I'm going to – I'm just gonna go big. Hopefully, beat the crap out of them. With the with the way K State is playing recently, you know, I'm just gonna go based off of the way K State's playing it recently. They've scored 31, or sorry, 28, 48, and 37, and 41. And then obviously the Iowa State game, they only scored 10. But four of the five uh, Big 12 matchups they've had this year, they've scored plus 25 points. You know, TCU uh, TCU game, they basically scored 30. I'm going to go big as well. I'm going to say 38 to 21 to be different with you guys. Okay, cool. And after last week, you won last week's score by six points. And now I think you're up by three in the overall standing. So you took yes. So we got uh, Texas, Baylor, West Virginia, and KU left on that end of things. But let's go jump back to around the Big 12, Texas Tech at number seven, TCU, 11 a.m. on Fox. Matt, who do you have in this game? I'm going to go... I'm going to go TCU. And I feel like... Well, here, I feel like we talked about this on the last podcast. Didn't we Didn't we kind of think that... Well, maybe it was... Uh, no, no, no. It was TCU at West Virginia last week. Is that right? Yeah. And they almost, and West Virginia almost beat them. West Virginia... Well... I don't. I wouldn't say they almost beat them, but they definitely were hanging in there. Yeah. And here's here's. I was watching that game before I went to go watch the K State game. What is the deal with every single team who plays TCU this year just allowing the big, deep throw, the deep, explosive touchdown? It seems like touchdown? people people don't watch film, and you I'm know just what like, I mean? it's happened every single game. It happened to us two or three times. It happened to obviously West Virginia last every time West Virginia was like looking to like tie or take the lead all of a sudden TCU gets the ball boom touchdown two plays touchdown I'm just like how does this keep happening 
and they just keep going over the top of teams. Like <clears throat> the defensive backs, like you said, I just don't, you're probably right. They just don't realize what's going on and not preparing themselves. Um, so, I mean, Matt, you were, you were close, I guess. I mean, West, West Virginia is one of those teams where it's just like, you don't know what you're going to get out of them every week, but they clearly have been scoring points at the very yeah. least. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's move on. Baylor at Oklahoma, two o'clock on ESPN plus. That's kind of surprising. Um, I got Baylor. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say Oklahoma. It's wow. at home. And I think they still have Dylan Gabriel at quarterback, correct? I mean, yeah. he's not he's not still hurt. I mean, he has, I, 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 I mean, they, I just, they're coming off a bye, aren't they? OU is. Mm-hmm. I just think Baylor's. Yeah. I just think Baylor's a better team. Well, and it helps that they have, they have. Um, and obviously, we've talked about it before. Brent Venables at OU is a very good coach, um, but uh, Dave Veranda has more experience with Baylor. Um, Baylor's. You know, they're still a good team this year, I will say. Yeah. Um, they're not as good as they were last year, obviously, but uh, it's in Norman, so that, I'm going to take OU. Um, also, side <laughs> note, for your listeners, go to our Twitter page at the Lecker Room and vote in this week's um, poll. Um, we got all five games up, and I think we're up to like 15, 15 votes per poll, so go ahead and vote in that and make your picks, and then maybe we'll talk about it on the next podcast. Uh Number 18, Oklahoma State at KU, 2.30 on Fox Sports 1. I got Oklahoma State, and Josh brought up a good point in our text message group last week. <laughs> because the fact that we beat the crap out of Oklahoma State the way that we that we did, and the fact that Gundy even said in his press conference that he didn't feel like he did a good no- enough job preparing for Kansas State, mm-hmm. that they're going to go to Lawrence and just beat the piss out of KU. They could, yeah. <laughs> they could. And I think I think Oklahoma State will win, obviously. You think uh, KU is gonna have a big crowd? It looks like on ESPN tickets are as low as sixteen dollars. Are people not going to the games anymore? I don't. I don't know. Is, is it I basketball think be a season? Big crowd. I it guess must so. be basketball season. Is, are they playing at the same time? Bill Self suspended <laughs> himself for four games. That's true. Yeah, it, it came. It came down Just to side the fact note. that. Just yeah, side no, note. no kidding. That they had to suspend themselves. How crazy yeah. is that? During it's, the four during the four weakest games of the schedule, too. right? Weird, yeah, weird. Of course, yeah, um, yeah. Good side note. I I was I was following that on Twitter uh, last mm-hmm. couple of days. Um, yeah, I do. I think Oklahoma State Spencer Sanders is going to bounce back and have a huge game. I mean, you'll never see him have as bad as game as he did against K State, but that's not even a knock on him because K State's defense just played outstanding. Yeah, they probably um, played. They probably played the perfect game, or not? Right. You can't play a perfect game. They just played outstanding. Right. Um, West Virginia at Iowa State. It's in Ames, but Iowa State they haven't even won a Big Twelve game. I don't think. Iowa State is zero and five in Big Twelve, three and five, um, overall, and West Virginia. I mean, they're down there too, one and four. But West Virginia's had a bunch of close games this year. Every team's um, every team's dangerous. Well, and here's the thing. I even saw something on on um, Twitter. It was like there's a there's a there's multiple scenarios where every single Big Twelve team this year could make a bowl game. Yeah. Now, now, do I think that's going to happen? No, I no. think I think Iowa State. Uh, what are they? Three and wow. Let's see. Yeah, three and five. West Virginia, three and five. <clears throat> I think Iowa State maybe gets to five wins. West Virginia maybe gets to five wins. I mean, it's very possible. Eight teams could make it to a bowl game. Mm-hmm. 
Um, but it's going to be a toss up between those bottom four teams. I think <sighs> KU is already at five and three. KU basically has to either win this week or next week because they got Oklahoma State this week and then Texas Tech the following week. So I think that's kind of a decider there between which one of those teams becomes bowl eligible. Mm-hmm. Um, but very likely six teams will be bowl eligible for sure. I mean, and, you know, even more likely seven because the only teams that aren't five and three right now are Texas Tech, West Virginia, and Iowa State. So um, moving on, moving on. All right, game of the week. Before we go to Texas and K-State, we already gave our predictions for that. Let's go ahead and talk about the Oklahoma State game. Let's kind of shift gears here. Sorry, we're kind of switching things up a little bit. I think that's good. good. <laughs> Feels right. Matt, first thoughts about the Oklahoma State-K-State game. What what went right? <laughs> everything. <laughs> I would say everything, so. Everything went right. Will Howard plays outstanding. He threw phenomenal. We haven't seen – and I listened to Bosco boys, and I actually thought about this the other day. We haven't seen a throwing, uh, a throwing performance like that probably since Jake Waters. Oh, no. Yeah, and, I agree. And Jake Waters was throwing to an All-American too like and he i mean these receivers are good but like jake waters was probably i think the one of the most underrated quarterbacks in k-state football history that's just my personal opinion he was outstanding just throwing but no we haven't seen a throwing performance like this probably since jake waters well and, and jake waters had so you're talking tyler lockett doll american yeah. yeah and then he also had curry sexton who was very good yeah um but you got to give credit to – well, first of all, I'm going to say it again. Will Howard has balls, big balls. That man yeah. went out there and balled out, did his thing, got his swagger on. Um, and give credit to those wide receivers too because some of these catches were not easy. Um, you know, Deuce Vaughn's one yard and out uh, to end the first half. That was a really good ball and a hell of a diving catch as well. Um, that put K State up thirty-five to nothing. There was a deep ball. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, thirty-five to nothing at half. That's crazy. And in the yeah. second half, they just managed the clock. They kicked two field goals. What is the last time K State done that? I couldn't tell you as big a game as that was. Even like a non non conference small, you know, beat up an FCS school. They didn't even play that well that way against South Dakota this year. They shut out South Dakota, and I didn't think they played that well. Yeah. Like that's so crazy against a top ten team where they they were ranked eighth, right? Yeah. Oklahoma State. Mm-hmm. Um, Philip Brooks had a great catch there. I think that put us up twenty-one to nothing. Um, the the very first touchdown, it was tied. K State at fourth and ten on like the forty-yard line. Will rolls to his left and throws it deep to to Cade Warner. He made a good catch over the defensive back. And yeah. so, like, it's as good as the throws were, the catches were right there, too. I mean, you yeah. got to have the guy catch the ball. How many times in the NFL? I remember there was, like, the Bears and the Lions game two years ago. The Lions guy had a wide-open walk-in touchdown and he, to win the game, and he freaking dropped it. I'm just like, how does this happen in the NFL? Yeah. So, uh, but, you know, hats off to the receivers. They did well. Deuce Vaughn, I think, was 150-plus rushing yards on the day. Um, I mean, just all around, just such a great performance by the Cats. Defense was amazing. Defense I mean, was outstanding. 
I mean, what's your what's your uh, what's your thoughts on the defense? I mean, besides, yeah, they were outstanding. But like, what what did you see that was just like they hurried? They hurried um, Spencer all day, right? And the secondary was outstanding. And then like the backup Daniel Green didn't play the linebacker. The back, the, I mean, is everybody? It just everything seemed to just go right. Well, and they were just flying too. Like yeah. they, Oklahoma State kept trying to run these things in the flap, and we just kept stopping it. Um, one of my keys to victory, I, I tweeted at Bosco boys and he, he finally missed or not message, but he liked my tweets because I was kind of poking at him during the game. But before the game, I said, keys to victory, got to force turnovers. Cause we hadn't, we played Spencer Sanders. What is this? Our third time, mm-hmm. two times before we hadn't turned him over one time. We hadn't turned yeah. Oklahoma state over one time this. And then Saturday, we we, like two. We, well, we turned he threw one pick the backup threw a pick and then somebody yeah. fumbled it so we turned oklahoma state over three times yeah and so I, I i was poking at bosco boys during the game i was like i was like hey hey man look look my prediction's true <laughs> we turned them over and quite frankly quite honestly even even as good as our defense was even without those turnovers <laughs> our offense was outstanding yeah like they, they moved the ball at will uh, literally <laughs> and uh um i mean they just they they didn't punt very much fun fun fact um from steve berklin on um twitter since colin klein took over as offensive coordinator the k-state offense has scored 40 plus against power four power five opponents Four times in nine games. <laughs> the previous offensive coordinator did that just two times in the previous 35 games. That's insane. That's insane. Well, and, and something that something that's uh, Bosco Boys was saying, too, is I don't necessarily agree that, and maybe I'm just not seeing it, he's thinking that the offense just isn't that much different. I mean, maybe the, maybe the routes were more creative, but I, think I don't, I don't I, you think it's the same? No, I think it's a little different. Exactly, exactly. I I think I think we're more aggressive. I think we're throwing the ball more. And it's like, well, if you throw the ball too, you know, too much, or let's see, with with Messingham, it just felt like we were running the ball constantly. We're not doing a draw and, on fourth. You know, and ten. exactly. Yeah. No, and that's another thing. That's a great point. <laughs> yeah. Instead of doing a stupid quarterback draw on fourth and ten, we get Will Howard to roll out and throw it deep, and we score a touchdown. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you can't always play field position. Sometimes you got to go for it. If you never go for it, you're never going to score points. You're always yeah. going to settle for field goals. Mm-hmm. And that's the best part about Will Howard so far this year is that guy just says, fuck it. I've done three years of this shit. I'm going to throw the ball. I'm going to sling yeah. it. I'm going to show off what I'm I'm about. You know, and obviously he prepares for the games too because he just reads the defense like like nothing. Yeah. Like reading a children's book. <laughs> so uh, I got a I got a question for you. <clears throat> if Adrian if Adrian's healthy, if you continue <laughs> playing well. Hey, I got that I got that written down. I was prepared. No. Now, uh I I think you got to I think you have to play Will. Me I mean, too. It's like, I mean the momentum's there. You gotta keep going. And I think this is where another thing I disagree with with Bosco boys is he he was saying on uh Tuesday's episode if if Adrian is 100% ready to go, he's going to play. And I, I was thinking, yeah, but what if, say say you had some guy, say you had in baseball, say you got some rookie 
not a, I guess not a rookie, but some guy who doesn't play very much. He's more of a every other day type of player. Plays, you know, your shortstop, your shortstop goes down. So he comes in, and he makes all the plays at shortstop. And all of a sudden, in, for the first like 10 to 15 games, he's batting like 350, 400. Mm-hmm. And, then, and then your first shortstop, your starting shortstop comes back healthy. What do you do? You don't you don't take out the guy that's hitting 350, 400. I mean, I would say that's the equivalent. Like the, that's the baseball equivalent. I'm a baseball guy. Mm-hmm. That's the baseball equivalent of what Will Howard is doing at the quarterback position. He's batting 350. He's got two or three home runs. He's got 10 RBIs. He's hot right now. He's hot. Why would you, why would you take that away from him? You know, it's yeah. it's one of the hardest things to do is when you're hot, you have to stay hot. If you stop playing, it's just like working out too. If you stop mm-hmm. working out, you lose your muscle. You lose your yeah. you lose your rhythm. Mm-hmm. So, and and I'm not saying for this weekend because I think I think Will's going to start again this weekend. Um, I don't think Adrian's as far as I I know. I I don't quote me on this. I don't think Adrian's 100 healthy. And also, I don't think it's any knock on Adrian. Like Adrian's, Adrian's playing Adrian's, well. Adrian's kicking ass. I mean, yeah. if if I was worried about. And I'm paraphrasing again for Bosco boys. Sorry, I'm pulling a lot of stuff from him. Go listen to Bosco boys too. Yeah. Um, listener. Um, but if, you know, if one of the quarterbacks goes down, like the last couple of years, Skyler kept going down and we all said, oh no, we're <laughs> screwed. Like, what are we going to do? Yeah. Well, now it's just like one of them goes down. We play the sure. other one. Who cares? We got, yeah. we got, we got guys, we got, we got guys who are going to step up and fill that role. Yeah. That's the best, and that's probably the best part about watching this team this year, mm-hmm. is, and especially I and I said this on last week's episode, if you got the difference between good teams and great teams and great teams and even superior teams, can you have that guy step up and fill that role when guys get hurt? And I think K State's been able to do that so far, especially this past week because we talked about in the last week's episode, half our team was hurt, mm-hmm. <laughs> and so they. You know, we had some questions going into this week whether guys were going to step up, and guys stepped up. Stepped up. It yeah. was, and so, what else? Anything else? Oh, so to answer your question, I think I, I'm taking Will. Me I'm too. Taking Will I'm Howard. taking Will for right now. Um, if Adrian plays, I'm fine with that too. But I think I think Will's a better thrower. I'm not saying Adrian's a bad thrower. I think Adrian was getting a lot better throughout the year for sure, especially oh, yeah. the OU game. Um, it was unfortunate that he got hurt against TCU and. Um, but who knows what would have happened that game if Will didn't play. I mean, Will got hurt too. You could play the what if game all day, but at the end of the day, Will Howard's hot. And let's keep him in. Let's keep him slinging the ball. And quite frankly, I think let's transition to Texas. I think he'll be able to do it again against Texas. Yeah, I agree. Uh, <clears throat> um, Texas is, uh, what are they, five and two? Five and three. Five and three? Yeah. Look at. Let's look at their schedule real quick. Okay, so Texas is five and three. Uh, they lost week two against number one Alabama, twenty to nineteen, a game they should have won. But you know how Texas likes to squander away their resources. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then they lost to Texas Tech the week before Tech played K State, and you know we had we know how that game went against Texas Tech. K-State um, very well handled that game, I will say. There was one stretch where it got close, but um, K-State dominated Texas Tech. Um, K-State hasn't played West Virginia. Uh, Texas did beat OU 49 to nothing in the Red River rivalry. 
say that four times fast. No. <laughs> um, and so, of course, OU didn't have Dylan Gabriel, and OU's looks so much better when they have their starting quarterback. Uh, then they Texas played at home versus Iowa State. Only won that game 24 to 21, but you got to give Iowa State credit. Their defense is really good. Um, their quarterback is not great. I mean, the only, the only offensive player they have is that wide receiver. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, of course, their most recent game at Oklahoma State, the week before Oklahoma State played us, uh, they lost 41 to 34, a game in which they had to lead basically the entire game. Yeah. Um, the only thing, and, and so. <sighs> ESPN has Texas favored by 61%, which I think is a little high. Mm-hmm. Um, but they do this every year. Texas is favored by two and a half. Um, but I think the main advantage that they have against us this week is that they are coming off a bye. So they've been at, they've had an extra week to prepare. And they saw us, K-State, beat the crap out of Oklahoma State. So they're like, all right, now we have another week. We got last week we're preparing. This week we're like, oh, shit, these guys are for real. So now we got to really prepare, and I think it's going to be a close game. Yeah. Um, hopefully, K State pulls away in the end. I think, I think that's where K State has thrived, except for the TCU game um, injuries, obviously. Um, but down the stretch, I think K State will pull away at the end. K State did that against OU. They did it against Texas Tech. Obviously, Oklahoma State. <laughs> they just beat the crap out of them. Mm-hmm. Um, so, your prediction? What was it? 41 to 20. I don't know why. I'm 41, to <laughs> 41 to 20. Mine's 38 to 21. And my brother's is 34 to 20. So, cats at 6 o'clock on a Fox Sports 1 or at Bill Snyder Family Stadium. Tickets as low as $100. Low as $100, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, I think the atmosphere is going to be great. How was the atmosphere last week? Wasn't it? Just it was insane. loud. It was yeah. very, very loud. Uh, people were saying that it was probably the loudest game or best atmosphere at the Bills since the Auburn game. And the only difference was K-State beat Oklahoma State. They lost to Auburn, <laughs> unfortunately. Yeah. Um, what a sad day that was. Um, but, yeah, let's go out and support your cats. Um, big day. Big, big day. It's a turning point. I mean, every every game is a turning point at this point. You know, the goal is obviously make it to Arlington. Four and games left to determine that. So we got Texas at home and then at Baylor, at West Virginia, at KU. I think out of those four games, clearly the Texas game is the the biggest one. Now at Baylor, at West Virginia. Um, we've you always gotta come ready to play. Yeah, yeah. We've, we've always kind of struggled at Baylor. And it's always hard to win at West Virginia. But They've proven that they they are beatable by multiple teams, and then obviously round out season at home versus KU. So I'm excited for that game, and we're we're for sure going to that game. We already got our tickets. So yep, uh, Thanksgiving weekend. Can't believe it's November, man. Yeah, wild basketball season starting. Heard a Christmas song today. <laughs> we we were playing Christmas music. We we uh at the end of the day snuck the uh, Mariah Carey on the Sonos. So that was kind of oh. funny. It, Half the office was torn. Yeah. Oh no, it's too early. Christmas yeah. music. I'm gonna die. Um, we like to have fun at work. Let's go ahead and move on. If you're ready to move on, 
Yeah. We got one more one more topic to talk about and possibly NFL. Do you have any NFL to talk about? Chiefs are bad. Uh, Chiefs, Chiefs are on a bye. I don't really have nothing to talk about. They were on a bye this past weekend, I thought. I think they're back this week. I, yeah, this past weekend. I don't really have – that's what I'm saying. Okay, but who do they play? I'm they play. Real quick. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I'll look it up. Yeah, Matt. Make me do all the work. Yep. <laughs> okay. I think Denver's on a bye, though. Uh, Chiefs are at home versus the Titans. AFC, uh, AFC South team that the AFC West seems to struggle with for some unknown reason. Yeah. Uh, so, and Derrick Henry and Ryan Tannehill has been kind of a bust this year. I had him on my fantasy team as a as a uh, one-week quarterback because I had my guys on buys. Um, Chiefs, Chiefs are looking good this year. Big win versus the 49ers. I think I still think the Bills are the best team in the NFL. And it's not even close. <laughs> but then you got the – I saw the Fal- – uh, not the Falcons, the Eagles schedule that they have left. And the Eagles yeah. are undefeated right now, right? And I don't think they – they might not lose another game. And they, they might not lose this season. Now, I say that they're probably going to lose this week or something. But um, And then, okay, that's NFL. Hey, all you sports and health nerds out there, it's Jacob here. If you are having trouble finding an exercise routine, trying to find a good diet plan, or just looking to change things up, might I suggest checking out 8minutefitness.com. There are multiple articles to click on to meet your health and exercise needs. Learn about basic exercises for beginners, read about the best green superfood, and also the best sports drinks to order at a gas station, even exercises for fishermen trying to perfect their casts, and much more. From experts to beginners, 8-Minute Fitness is for you. And then let's briefly talk about, uh, did you watch the K-State basketball game last night? K-State they basketball's look, back, boys. I know they I know they played Washburn, but they looked more competent. Oh, that's what I was thinking, too. Like, <laughs> they, looked, they looked aggressive on offense, but not, like, overly aggressive where you're taking stupid shots, right? Um, Tang, Tang uh, looks good on the sideline. They had, I think they were wearing their purple. Nobody was suits. micromanaging. I hated that. No, it, that's another thing. That's a great point. I mean, they, they didn't – every once in a while, they still took – I think Marquez Noel took a heat check three right at the beginning of the game, and it went in. Um, that's that's the old remnants still sticking around. But um, a lot of athletes on the team, uh, they were crashing the boards hard. They were, they were playing hard defense, like, even late in the game. And I talked about this today at work. You know, they just – sometimes when you play these exhibition games, you get guys come in, you know, that don't normally play – and they kind of let up the lead. And then, you know, you look at the final score and it's like, oh, you only beat Washburn by 10 points. It's like, no, that didn't happen. They won by, what was it, 76 to 49 or something? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I got on the money. <laughs> and then, keep in mind, K-State lost to Fort Hayes State like two years ago. Yeah, no joke. <laughs> and that and that game was, oh, don't remind me. I mean, you're, <laughs> you're, you're okay with that, obviously. You, I'm told, yeah, yeah. You're Fort Hayes State alum, but yeah. Um, you know, guys to look forward to. Obviously, we got Marquez Noel back, Ish Masood. Ish Masood, I'm still not sure exactly what his role will be on the team. He started, um, but he's always that just go get rebounds. He's the role player, the guy that just plays tough and goes and gets loose balls. I don't think he's going to 
hopefully Tang gets him in the right role because I think that is his role is just get loose balls and get the ball to the, you know, get the get the ball to your scores. Keontae Johnson, he'll be a, he'll be a big big player for K State this year. He transferred from Florida, and then the rest of the team, I'm just not, I don't know. I, I, to be honest, I don't know. <laughs> they just didn't take this. They, they just knew. They, it looked like they knew what they're doing, and they weren't. They weren't taking dumb shots like they right. were. You know what I mean? Yeah. No. And the offense, they were moving the ball. Uh, one thing I did, I do want to point out. So I, I watched most of the first half. I didn't really catch much of the second half. Um, but Tang used this is another thing that I think a lot of K State fans will appreciate about him. He used a timeout. Um, to set up a situation, you know, they were already had 20 points in the f- end of the first half. So he said, let's call a timeout. Let's set up a real play. And let's, let's use this, you know, as a serious teaching moment. Um, he drew up a, he drew up a play to go two for one. They didn't make the three, but they got a very good look. It was a very good play. Um, Washburn goes down, they don't score. And then they get the last shot. I'm like, that's a situational thing that these guys need to learn right now. So mm. they're not, in that situation against KU, Texas, OU during the Big 12 play where towards the end of the half, we're not just drawing up some bullshit. <laughs> yeah, we're not ruining it with an inbound like we always did. And that's and that's something that I just I felt like we we seem so incompetent, especially the last couple of years for K-State basketball where towards the end of the half, we just did not know what the hell we were doing. We could not <laughs> we could not close out a half. You know, and so I appreciate that a lot about Jerome Tang using those timeouts, you know, keeping the game serious. You know, I know it's an exhibition game and you're up by 20 points, but like you got to you're not going to get better by playing down to your level throughout the game. You know, you got to keep the foot on the pedal, do the right thing the entire game. And I know that's hard to do in a game like that, but I really uh, I I really hope that uh, they continue that uh, throughout the season and. I think next week is their first uh, real game. I'm not sure who they play. I don't have the schedule in front of me, but I'm excited for K-State basketball. And I know I know um, a lot of people picked them last in the Big 12 this year, but I don't think I after last night. And I know it's can't really gather so much after an exhibition game, but I'm telling you, they already look better than they looked last year. Yeah, and I think I think the toughest thing that they're going to have this year is gelling as a team. Because they do have 13 new players. They only have two returners from last year. That's crazy. They probably have better talent, though, overall. Well, they're athletic. Yeah. They got, they got some guys that just look like they belong on a basketball court. Yeah. So, especially the big men. And you know how I feel about big men. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, all right. Yeah, that's K-State basketball. They're 1-0 in exhibition play. Undefeated. Going to the natty. And I thought, yep. I thought, I thought the crowd was good, too. I, yeah. I thought the student sections really the students really showed out for an exhibition game and um so uh I don't have anything else. You good? I'm Matt? good. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good week for the podcast. I know not as eventful and we're not we're happy. We're content, you know. Yeah, it feels right. We're we're very optimistic going into this weekend. Cats are bowl eligible. K State football, they're six and two, they're bowl eligible, and I'm I'm kinda hoping that uh they we get over winning. that hump and get get nine, yeah. ten wins or eleven or something, you know, dude. Eleven and two, wouldn't that be sweet? That'd be that'd be a good year. <laughs> <laughs> I'd go as far as say that'd be a great year. Go yeah. As far as say I love that year. So, all right. My name is Jacob. His name is Matt. This has been another edition of the Lecker Room Sports Media Podcast. I hope everybody has a good night. 
a good Thursday, a good weekend. Go Cats. See you later. This has been the Lecker Room Sports Media Podcast. Thank you for listening. Thank you.